Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Welcome, everybody, to the Grace Life Fellowship Podcast. Just a quick announcement before we get started. This Tuesday, 4 p.m., we have our Christmas Eve service at Grace Life Fellowship, and we'd love for you to join us. You can get more information on our website or our Facebook page. Um, Today, we have another edition of Conversations in Grace, and this time it's part one of a two-parter where uh, Jesse and Tim sit down with our media coordinator, Daniel. This is a really good one. We hope you enjoy it. Welcome, everybody. Tonight, I am here with our lead pastor, Tim Chalice, and one of our media coordinators, Daniel Lightsey. He's also our keyboardist and our worship team. How's it going, guys? It's going great. I'm doing, I'm having a great night. Good. Daniel, great to have you on here. Yeah, man. Hi, guys. A lot of fun. <laughs> it's great. Well, tis the season, and I think it's a a good um, a good topic to talk about love. Because God so loved the world that he gave his only son, right? Seems fitting, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I think the gospel is simple. You know, there's there's wonderful theologies and doctrines out there, and we can talk about end times, and we can get excited about things like that, and we can talk about sanctification and justification and all these mm-hmm. occasions and Theology. talk about theologies and doctrines, and, and that's great. But at the end of the day, the good news is... It's pretty simple. God, God loves us. You know, He yeah. loves the likes of us. What an amazing thought! Yeah, and He loves us just the same as He loves Jesus. Yeah, no, that that's, that's a mind blowing thought. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, to say that you're loved just as Christ was loved, or is loved. Yeah, Christ deserved it, right? He lived right. perfectly. He's the only begotten, yeah. and yet we who don't deserve it are loved just the same. It's, yeah, it's mind blowing to think like that. Very, very humbling. Yeah, humbling. Especially during a holiday season when a lot of people might get the blues, might feel down. Yeah. And they might feel lonely. They might feel unloved. Right. uh, Or not worthy of love, but they are loved by our Father, just the same as Jesus is. That's that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it seems like not everybody has the same measure of what love, the definition of love is. So you say God loves you to somebody. Well, it's a pretty sloppy word. Well, in English, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely abuse it. You know? Yeah, we can we can say I love cake, I love right. Christmas, I love Chinese food, and I love God. Or right. and and love seems to kind of not tell you everything about what that means, yeah. huh? Yeah. yeah. But when when God speaks about it, the word in, in the Greek is called agape, this unconditional, unmerited favor and love of God. Um, and and I agree. You know, the, in the Christmas season when there's this celebration out there and there's lights and there's presents and there's supposed to be joy. And there is for many who are going through tough times or have been through tough times, it can actually be a harsh reminder of what they're missing out on in mm-hmm. their experience. Yeah. And um, it's, it's to me, what's still important to remember, no matter what you are experiencing, no matter what circumstance you find yourself in, no matter what level of emotions, which are fine to have, whatever you're experiencing, the truth that breaks through all of it is that God loves you. And if you're going through tough times right now, it doesn't mean that God is mad at you. It doesn't mean that that God has turned his back on you because we know that he will never do that. Mm. Um, we need to reinterpret 
these circumstances through the lens of God's unconditional agape love for us. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we become we become susceptible to trying to locate His love based on how we feel or based on circumstances. And His love is determined. Romans five eight says that uh, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. This is how we know He loves us. Mm-hmm. He died for us, and that will never change. Yeah, and and the love is just not. It's not shallow. It doesn't mean I just. I like you, or it doesn't just mean, it does mean that it, it includes all of our, all of our worldly definitions of what we feel love is, but it goes even beyond that. It's a, it's a sacrificial love. It's, it's an a, action. It's a love that says, I'm going to give every ounce of myself right. for you. And, um, and, and God says, I'm going to give all of myself for you. And Jesus, Jesus, you know, didn't, didn't think it was too much to give up being God to be found in the form of a baby, (laughs) you know, yeah, Uh, the lonely, the lowliest thing you can think of giving up the throne room of heaven. And that's really a good, just a good starting place. If you're trying to to conceptualize God's love, you can just think of that start there, but it's even bigger than that, I think. What an yeah. awesome thought. Yeah. And, and and putting that thought, Daniel, with your original thought, Jesse, in terms of his love, you think about what determines your value. It's his love that is the determiner. God loves you like he loves Jesus. And that's what brings us, makes us so valuable, is that God loves us. And it's it's unconditioned. It's mm-hmm. it's an amazing thing that he he saw you worth giving up the throne room of heaven, at least for a time. <laughs> In order to experience the the planet Earth as it comes, and He loves you just like He loves Jesus. What a, it's a it's really mind boggling to think like that. Yeah. I, I so often am trying to figure out if I'm lovable or what you think about me and how you feel about me and can I perform to get you to accept and love me and and here we we meet this God that says it's not about your performance. It's not about what others think about you. My my love is determined and steadfast upon you and it's unchanging and it determines your value no mm-hmm. matter what you're going through, no matter how you feel. Yeah, and then and then us being filled with that love, we can pour that love out to others. We can give that love to others. We can, uh, I know Frank has, has explained it kind of like a faucet with no handles, right? Yeah, yeah, I love it. And I love that description how the faucet's running and it can't be turned off. That's right. And if you're if you're a cup, if you're if you're under the faucet, you're overflowing constantly. Well, you can turn your cup over, but that faucet is continually running over that cup. Even if even if you're not receiving, the cup's not receiving the love, but it's continually running over that cup. And all you have to do is turn that cup back over, and it's overflowing again. Right. The, the love of God is always running. Yeah. It's always mm-hmm. it's always yeah. being poured out. I always out. love that description. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. I also love, you know, Daniel, you said that love is sacrificial. God's going to sacrifice whatever it takes. And you, when you think about that, you think that love is more than just an emotion or a feeling or a sentiment. It, it's a choice we make. It's a choice God made to sacrifice all in order to show us how much he loves us. And that's something now as his love is present within us, we can do for others as we let his love overflow mm. or flow through us. And it's sacrificial. You know, it's... It, it's a great word to describe it. Um, it's it's more than just how I feel about something. 
it's what I'm determined to do that's best for that someone or something. I know you've talked about it before on this podcast that sometimes you have to believe the truth over and against your feelings. And Jesse, you're saying that this time of year can be tough for some people. It just, they feel sad um, for whatever reason. It's supposed to be a happy time, but the circumstances in their life make them feel more vulnerable to the fact that their life isn't perfect or there's something bad going on. Their life is tough, man. Yeah. And so think that holds true that you have to choose to believe that this reality this great reality of love is it's not just there but it's there for you yeah and it's not just there for you in a non-specific way but it's there for you in a really personal and intimate yeah. way and when i choose to believe that it's there for me in an intimate way over and against my feelings of sadness then um you know, I'm not saying it's a hundred percent guarantee that all your bad problems are going to go away, but you know, we can believe the truth and choose that love in the face of of the hardship that we feel. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've always thought that um, you know during this time, if 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 we are feeling sadness or we're feeling unloved, I think one of the one of the greatest things you can do in a time like that is is turn around and try to love somebody else. You know, and and recognize the fact that you are loved, and your cup is overrunning. You know, and you have the power within you to express love to other people. You know, agape love is an action. You know, it's um it's something that's within us as Christians, and we can express it to other people. That's what it's for. You know, it's a gift that's been given so that it can be given away, right? So you're saying one of our hindrances to receiving love is we make it all about us. Yeah. I mean, you know, First John four, God, God is love. Yeah. It's not a commodity. It's not. Uh, it's not something he he has and he doles out. It's who he is. And so, when we think that that love is about us, then it must, by definition, then be earned by us. I've got. I've got to find a way to secure it, to earn it. And and when we get into that mindset. It's actually the greatest hindrance to receiving this unconditional love mm-hmm. that, that where God says, I'm going to love you just because not of who you are, but because of who I am. Right. And when we think about that, um, this is an amazing relationship we've been invited to, to one who will never change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he is love. So that's, um, you know, that's, that's what we have to think about. When we're going through circumstantial things, tough times, seasons in our life, our lives where we we don't feel this, and you know, I tell people all the time, what what do you think it's supposed to feel like yeah. that God loves you unconditionally? Right. You know, Daniel, how do you feel at this moment? I feel like myself. You feel like yourself, maybe tired, yeah. a little. I, yeah, yeah, you're you're tired. You've had you know work today or whatever, and mm-hmm. you've been through it. Je- Jesse, what do you feel like? You've been raising <laughs> kids and working, and yeah. you're probably tired and hungry or whatever. And I go, well, always hungry. Yeah, yeah, me too, <laughs> me too. Well, guess what? That's what it feels like to have God love you because He yeah. loves you, right. no matter how you feel, yeah. right? So whatever you're feeling is fine. But just remember, God loves you, and, and we start to we start to see life differently. We start to see it from the position of being loved rather than trying to get loved, mm. and that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And, and going back to the idea of the simplicity of the gospel, just if we look at the gospel as a whole, every step of the way, everything that we do um, in our lot, like in our in our 
Christian faith here as a church. You know, Easter, we celebrate Easter, we celebrate Christmas, we celebrate um, uh, like Advent, we celebrate. I'm kind of going in backwards order, but yeah, that's okay. But, <laughs> but uh, we celebrate all these all these different um, all these different times in our walk, and um, you know, the one thing I, I know that diving into theology for me. Uh, I can get caught up in that and I can, um, I can lose that simplicity. I, I mean, I've done it so many times where I forget about how uh, small I am and how big our God is and that, that he does love unconditionally and yeah. um, that no amount of, of knowledge is going to make him love me anymore. No amount of, of um, you know, the ability to, to dive deeper into scripture or understand Greek or Hebrew or anything right, like that right. is going to cause him to be more impressed with who I am That's right. as his child. The, the deeper we go into the knowledge, we're just coming to the same conclusion. He loves that us. He loves us. <laughs> I, I, I won't know the details of this or remember the name of the person, but there's a, there's a well-known story about a group of, uh, there, there was a meeting with a group of, of well-known theologians and they were impressing each other with their knowledge of the scriptures. And they asked one of them, what's the greatest truth you've ever discovered in all your study of the Bible? And, and that man said, um, that Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Yeah. And you think that's really that's so what simple. it's all about. So simple. Yeah. Just become like a thing like you a learn kid. as a child. That's right. It's like the first thing you learn as a child. That's exactly right. It's that God loves you. So good. Yeah. It should be the one thing that you hold on to forever. Amen. Amen. It is something we're going to hold on to forever. Yeah. And I think we'll continue discovering it forever too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not, uh, it is, it's simple, but it's profound and, and we'll never run out of yeah, facets of, uh, of love to, to discover about God, different ways that he loves us. You know, that's an awesome thought His where we may think, Oh, what else? There's gotta be something else, but we'll never lose the wow for how much he loves us. Yeah. Cause you'll never exhaust it. Yeah. awesome yeah awesome well thanks guys yeah thanks for being here thanks daniel thank you guys yeah it's great having you merry christmas merry christmas merry christmas all right that's it for today's conversation uh we hope you enjoyed it we're going to take a break from conversation to grace for the next couple of weeks during the holiday so we'll share part two of that conversation with you at the beginning of january and we'll be back again with our message episodes each week. And again, we hope to see you this Tuesday, 4 p.m. at Grace Life Fellowship for our Christmas Eve service. We hope you have a great Christmas. We'll see you next time.